It's time for the Comic Bing Comic Book Podcast. The podcast you look forward to for all of your news and reviews of the best comic books hitting stands. Whether it's DC, Marvel, Image, Boom, or whatever book or publisher you follow. We cover them all here. This is the place for you. That's right. It's for everyone. This is the Comic Bin Comic Book Podcast. Let's get it. Hello, folks, and welcome to another episode of the Comic Bin Comic Book Podcast. I'm your host, Dio, and this is another previews episode. We are going to be going through the pages of the various previews catalog for books going on sale in the month of August. So we'll be going in the same order as we typically do, uh, going first through DC Connect, the Marvel Supplemental Catalog, and finally, heading into the big book, the previews catalog from Diamond Distributors. Uh, but as always, before we get into the previews, let's talk a little bit about the news. So, kicking things off over at IDW, this is some good news for all you Star Trek fans out there like myself. Uh, September 8th is going to be Star Trek Day and IDW will be commemorating Star Trek Day by kicking off the Mirror War. Star Trek Mirror War number zero coming out from Brother Team uh, Scott and David Tipton with art by Carlos Nieto. Uh, It releases on September 8th. It will be the first of a 13 part series that's going to be coming out over the next 12 months once it releases and it will see Jean-Luc Picard of the Mirror Universe being called back to Earth to answer for all of his deeds that's happened since the first Mirror Universe series came out several years ago so again that's Star Trek The Mirror War number zero coming out in September from IDW. I'll definitely be picking that up once it's solicited. Over at Marvel, as you all know, The Immortal Hulk is coming to an end uh, soon at issue number 50, but Marvel has already announced that a new series is going to be coming out, and that is going to be written by Donnie Cates and have art by Ryan Otley of Invincible fame. So the new Hulk series will be coming out sometime later this fall. They haven't given a absolute date for release, but they just tell us that it's going to be in the fall. So it's going to be interesting to see how Donnie Cates picks up from where Al Ewan leaves things off with the Immortal Hulk. Also over at Marvel, Venom is going to be getting a new creative team. So in August for Free Comic Book Day, there's going to be a Spider-Man Venom one-shot. And it is going to feature writers Ron V and Al Ewing teaming up with artist Brian Hitch to write one-shot issue with Venom and Spider-Man. Well, Marvel's announced that Ram V, Al Ewing, and Brian Hitch will be kicking off a reboot of Venom. Uh, they, again, they haven't announced the day that it will actually release, but again, they expect it to be sometime uh, in the near future. But that's going to be interesting to see the team of Al Ewing and, and 
Rom V, uh, Tackle, Eddie Brock, and Venom. Uh, both of those guys have been doing some awesome work. Of course, Al Ewing was phenomenal on The Immortal Hulk, and Rom V is just, you know, he's one of my favorite writers right now for what he's been doing with Catwoman. Uh, he's also wrote Injustice League Dark, and then also for his new series over at Boom, The Many Deaths of Layla Star, which, you know, I, I recently picked up, which also seems to be an interesting story, but Ram V has really, really sold me on his style of writing, especially with what he's doing at, he's doing at DC on Catwoman, so that'll be coming out sometime soon, uh, make sure you visit the website at grandadmiral.net or listen in to the podcast to learn more about when that book will be released. Continuing over at Marvel, uh, we know that Jonathan Hickman is going to be coming off of the main X book uh, soon with Jerry Dugan taking over the reins of that. But he is not letting go of the X-Men universe just yet. Uh, Inferno coming out this fall uh, was teased by Marvel and it seems that it may touch upon a lot of things that we've been waiting for Hickman to address from Hoxpox from a few years ago particularly with the whereabouts of Mara McTaggart who was revealed to be a mutant as well so in their teaser uh, release regarding Inferno, you know, Marvel basically said, you know, the biggest secrets of Jonathan Hickman's X-Men run will burn away in Inferno. So, you know, a lot of those secrets, again, centered around Mara McTaggart and her being revealed as a mutant. Uh, But we may also see how things play out with Destiny, who is one of the few mutants that... Charles and the five have not brought back to life and you know what may be going on with that we know that in the current run of X-Men Mystique has been getting more and more is getting more and more irritated at the fact that Destiny has not been brought back and of course you know right now the rule has been that clairvoyance are those that have not been brought back simply because the mutants, uh, at least Charles and Magneto, don't want that to be out there, you know, as far as what the future may hold. But in actuality, the real reason why Destiny hasn't been brought back is because that was the deal they made with Mara uh, at the end of Hoxpox. So as we get to the end of Hickman's run on X-Men, we may see how that storyline leads into, if anything, leads into Inferno. So Inferno is supposed to be coming out in the fall. Again, no official release date has been given for Marvel, uh, but I've been following X-Men since Hickman first started with Hoxpox, and I'll probably be picking this up as well because I think what many of us X-Men fans have been wanting is for the completion of the Mara McTaggart story. It was something that we promised way back when Hickman's universe started, so hopefully it seems we're finally going to be getting that. So Inferno from Jonathan Hickman. 
So moving things over to DC. So as you Batman fans know, uh, Alfred Pennyworth has been dead for a while after being killed by Bane uh, during the City of Bane storyline by Tom King. Well, he's going to get his due, as DC calls it, as they release Pennyworth, and Pennyworth is going to follow the epic series uh, of the same name. It's going to be written by Scott Brian Wilson with art by Juan Gideon, and it's going to be released in August. And so from DC's release, spanning the years between the hit TV show and today, Pennyworth tells the continuing adventures of Alfred Pennyworth as an MI6 counterintelligence agent, this time in Cold War area Soviet Russia. So that's going to be interesting. I'm not certain if I'm going to be picking it up, but again, this is going to be Pennyworth. It's going to be a seven-part series coming out in August from DC. Also from DC in August as well, uh, beginning in Suicide Squad number six, as well as Swamp Thing number six, the Swamp Thing number six. uh, Amanda Waller is going to be going after the new Keeper of the Green. So we'll be seeing how that story plays out. Uh, Of course, Swamp Thing is written by Ron V with, with art by Mike Perkins and and Robbie Thompson and Dexter Soy serve as the creative team over on Suicide Squad. So again, that's going to be interesting to see how Task Force X tackles Swamp Thing. Going back over to the Batman universe, in September, they're going to be releasing... Batman the World and it's going to be a new original graphic novel that's going to pick up stories from artists from around the world. 15 stories are going to be included in this OGN at 184 pages and the and the creative teams are going to represent the countries of the US, France, Spain, Italy, Germany, the Czech Republic, Poland, Turkey, Mexico, Brazil, Korea, China, Russia, and Japan. So representing uh, the U.S. will be Brian Azzarello and Lee Bermejo. I'm not sure I'm actually crazy about that selection, considering all of the other Batman writers that they could have selected. But again, it's going to be 184 pages coming out in September. I wonder, if, I wonder if this is right around the time of Batman Day. Yeah, Batman Day, I think, is on the 18th, so it's probably going to be released in coordination with that. But again, Batman The World coming out from DC in September. And then finally, from DC... Wildstorm and the integration of the Wildstorm universe continued. We know that that's been happening ever since DC 
acquired Wildstone from Chief Creative Officer Jim Lee way back when. And now the integration of the Wildstone universe continues as it was recently announced that in the upcoming issue of Batman Urban Legends, Wildstorm hero Zilliot will make an appearance as she is brought in to track down Maxwell Lord. However, the problem is Maxwell is being protected by Wonder Woman, so that is going to be a throwdown to say for sure. And if you can remember, Zilliot was a member of the original Wildcats team from back in the day when Jim Lee first introduced the team over at Image. So that is going to be released in Batman Urban Legends number six, which will go on sale on August the 10th. And so we'll be talking about that a little bit more as we get into the previews. So that is going to do it for our news. With that in mind, it's time for the previews. Time for the previews. So as we get into DC Comics uh, and DC Connect. Ironically, at the time of this recording, DC Connect hadn't posted to DC's website as of yet. I am actually looking at a DC Connect that was actually posted on Lunar's website. Remember, Lunar is the exclusive distributor for DC Comics, but they actually had DC Connect posted on their homepage already. Ironically, for some reason, DC did not have it on their webpage at the point I began prepping for this podcast. So thank you, Luna, for posting that for me so I can present the previews for our, our listeners. So the cover for this month's issue of DC Connect is that of Batman The World, which is the original graphic novel that DC is going to be putting out in August, uh, representing the international all-star team contributing on the book. So again, it's a great cover. It looks like it's Lee Bermejo that's done this cover. And the first few pages of DC Connect, as you start looking at the previews, Batman the World is the first book that's covered beginning on page one. And I mentioned all of the countries that are being represented earlier in the news. So uh, looking at the different types of styles of art that's going to be in, in this book, it is going to be a fun, fun read, especially the art style that is there for China and it looks like if I'm not mistaken it looks like uh, Maps is going to be making an appearance again with Batman so yes I'll definitely be picking this up from DC Batman the world it is a $25 book coming out from DC Comics and then right after that the big event of the Batman universe right now. It's been talking about all of the things leading up to Future State. However, the official event begins in August with Batman Fifth State Alpha One. 
written by James Tynion IV and art by Ricardo Federici. So as of late, Ricardo has been doing a lot of the 125 variant cover for the Batman universe. But now he is actually going to be contributing by doing the art for this first issue of Fear State. And Jorge Jimenez, who is typically the main artist on Batman, is going to be doing the 1 in 25 variant cover. And so, quick synopsis of Fear State Alpha number 1. The event over a year in the making begins. Fear State settles upon Gotham City and no one is safe. Overwhelmed by dual threat of the Scarecrow and Peacekeeper 1, Batman and his allies have been one step behind since the events of Infinite Frontier number 0. And with the arrival of a mysterious anti-oracle and the return of Poison Ivy, Batman might have more than he can handle. So yeah, this is going to be interesting to see. We're going to see a lot of stuff that not only was covered in Infinite Frontier Zero, but also as we finished up uh, the Joker War, remember, as we got into Joker War and we finished that up in Joker War Zone, we saw the story of Queen Ivy as Poison Ivy returned to her private Eden Garden that was burned during the Joker War by the Joker Clowns. And so, we're now gonna see the consequences of that in Fear State. So, also, if you've been following along in Catwoman, uh, you know that Catwoman has recently saved Ivy from being used as a catalyst and using her, her abilities to create a drug uh, that was quite powerful. So, we're going to see all of that come to fruition in in Fear State. And so the cover, the main cover of Fear State uh, shows Scarecrow in the background, but Batman is leading Harley and Miracle Molly. So it's going to be interesting to see what happens in this event. So again, Fear State Alpha 1, James Tynan, Ricardo Federici, shipping on August the 30th, 1st, 2021. Oh, that's interesting. Day after my birthday. So, be on the lookout for that. Page 6 of DC Connect. And for those of you who, who follow me over on the Batman universe, you know that I've been reviewing John Ridley's run of the next Batman going back to Future State. I'm finishing up the final issue that will be coming out next month. Uh, actually, the final issue is coming out next month. I'm sorry, in July. Uh, so this is going to be a new one. I am Batman, number zero, written by John Ridley with art by Travel Foreman. If I can remember, this is the team that's currently on the digital series. I have not been a big fan of Foreman's art. In Second Son, now I will give credit that I know that by it being a weekly book that the art can suffer 
for that. So I will see how things turn out for uh, the art by Travel Foreman in I Am Batman number one. Again, it is a $5.99 book coming out from DC going on sale August 10th and actually it's a $4.99 book not a $5.99 book uh, that $5.99 is for the variant cover uh, the cardstock variant cover by Dexter Chu which is actually pretty damn good all of them actually look absolutely great so I am Batman number zero August 10th from DC Comics Page 9 of DC Connect for all of you Milestone fans out there. Hardware, Season 1, Number 1, written by Brandon Thomas, with art by the great Dennis Cowan, who is actually the co-creator, the original co-creator of Hardware, and art great Bill Sinkevis. Uh Synopsis of that, Curtis Metcalf was the brightest shining star at of Alva Industries, a brilliant scientist mentored by Edwin Alva since childhood, until the failures of Alva technology at the Big Bang disaster threatened to destroy the company, and Alva needed a scapegoat. Now, Curtis is on the run from the Dakota Police Department, but a man as smart and paranoid as Curtis take precautions. With a nearly indestructible suit of armor and remarkable inventions that he never handed over to Alva, Curtis stands determined to do much more than clear his name. He is going to take the fight to Alva himself. I am stoked about this. Uh, Again, for those who know me, you know that Brandon Thomas is one of my favorite writers, and I've been a huge fan of his and promoting him ever since he did the backup story in Future State on The Outsiders. So knowing that he is going to be doing hardware is going to be quite exciting to read. I am definitely going to be picking this up. Again, $3.99 book being released August 10th from DC Comics. Page 15, the Batman Secret Files one-shot continues. This time we're going to be getting a one-shot looking at Clown Hunter. Uh, the story is going to be written by Ed Renson with art by Rosie Campe. And that's going to be 40 pages of five dollar book 4.99 releasing on august the 17th from dc comics as i mentioned during the news of about pennyworth number one from scott brian wilson uh, again that's going to be releasing august 10th that's a 3.99 book from dc on page 17. page 20 now, I have not been following Green Lantern. The only Green Lantern book that I've been reading as of late has been Far Sector. But page 20 on August 31st, it's going to be the 2021 annual of Green Lantern, Green Lantern 2021 annual written by Ryan Cady with art by Sam Bathory. Synopsis. Because I got to read the synopsis just, you know, just looking at these covers. Once an 
agoraphobic, scared to even leave her home, Jessica Cruz overcame her fear to become a Green Lantern and face the darkest and deadliest threats in the universe. But now, Jessica's gone from overcoming fear to using it as a weapon. When Yellow Lanterns attacked the Green Lantern sector house, she took refuge. And when the central power battery was destroyed, Jessica turned the tables on them, giving them something to be afraid of as she beat them one by one. But now she's been offered a place in the Sinestra Corps. Will she accept? I am definitely, definitely picking this up. The only question is, I don't know which cover I'm going to be picking up. Uh, the main cover is going to be by, by Bernard Chang. But this variant cover, this cardstock variant cover by David Nakayama is absolutely beautiful. I think I'm actually going to get that. I think I just made that decision. Uh, again, Green Lantern 2021 Annual. Releasing on August the 31st, $5.99 book. Of course, that card stock variant is going to be $6.99. Uh, but again, it, it looks beautiful enough. I'm going to go ahead and, and, and drop that extra buck for that. Coming up from DC at the end of August. So, as I mentioned earlier, DC is going to be releasing both Fear State Alpha number zero as well as I am Batman at the end of August but on August 14th which is also free comic book day in the country uh, this is gonna have a special free comic book day edition of Batman that's going to be available for comic book readers so just make sure you pick that up at your local comic book shop but in this special edition of Batman, they're going to have sneak peeks into both Fair State as well as I Am Batman. So the Batman Free Comic Book Special Edition is going to be written by John Ridley and James Tanya the Fourth, And it's going to have art by Jorge Jimenez and Travel Foreman. And again, these are the creative teams that's going to be doing those two books beginning at the end of August. So again, that's going to be uh, now. They of course say it's it's twenty five cent, but typically comic book shops, especially on free comic book day, just go ahead and, and hand those out for free and not for twenty five cents. So and so, Batman free comic book day special edition, written by John Ridley and James Tynan, with art by Travel Foreman and. Jorge Jimenez, who are respectively the creative teams for both Fair State and I Am Batman. That's going to be coming out on the 31st. So again, pick that book up. It should be free on comic book on free comic book day at your local comic shop. Page 37, we get into Batman issue 111, written by James Tynan and art by Jorge Jimenez. There's going to be backup art by Ricardo Lopez Ortiz, which is the continuing story of Ghostmaker, which I have not been a huge fan of. But in the main story, uh, Manicano 
announces a crackdown on mass vigilantes just as the magistrate moves against the insanity collective. Batman attempts to avert a bloodbath while the Scarecrow makes his final move. Bear State is about to begin. This releases on August 3rd, you know, a few weeks before Fear, a few weeks before Fear State releases, so make sure you pick that book up. Uh, it has a variant cover again. That variant cover is by Gabrielle Delato, and it looks absolutely beautiful. Uh, I might be tempted to pick that up. The regular book, four ninety nine, from DC Comics. Page 40, Batman Urban Legends number 6, uh, written by Jip Sadowski and a bunch of other folks. And again, this is going to continue the Red Hood main story, but will also include stories featuring Tim Drake, Black Canary, and of course, as I mentioned in the news section, Zillyot, who's going to be trying to track down Maxwell Lord. That is a $7.99 book. Now, let me just say, I know that may seem may seem pricey, but overall, as of now, Urban Legends has been worth the cost. At 64 pages, again, it's $8, but the stories, for the most part, has been abs- have been absolutely stunning. And I am happy to know that by issue six we like we're gonna be done with that grifter story so again definitely picking this up batman urban legends number six releases on august the 10th and then that next page page 41 is the next issue of Tom King's Batman Catwoman maxi series uh, that synopsis when Batman begins to doubt Catwoman's allegiance, it leads to trouble on the streets of Gotham. Who does Selina support? Joker? Phantasm? Or the Dark Knight? Well, he'll soon find out that some questions are better left unasked. If he's going to test her loyalty, she's going to test his mettle. Thus, Bruce Wayne finds himself locked in the bank vault with the Gotham PD knocking on the door. That's going to be released August 17th, 4.99 from DC Comics, and it's going to have two variant covers, one by Travis Cheris and the other by Jim Lee and Scott Williams. I'll probably be just sticking with the main cover by Clayman. Page 43, uh, we get the second issue of Blue and Gold, the... Booster Gold and Blue Beetle series, uh, written by Dan Jurgens with art by Ryan Sook. That's going to be released August 17th, $3.99 from DC, and this is going to be issue 2 of 8. And then that following page, page 44, Catwoman number 34 by Ron V and Fernando Blanco. I have been enjoying and loving Catwoman ever since Ron V became the writer at issue 25. He, it, it's just been a great story through and through. And this quick synopsis, 
The magistrate comes to Gotham, and Allytown stands as the last place in the city untouched by their totalitarian forces. But being the last bastion of freedom in a police state makes Selena's kingdom most inviting for Gotham's rogues. Surrounded on all sides by law enforcement gone bad and facing a potential invasion by city by the city's villains, Catwoman finds herself fearing that her quest to keep Allytown safe could instead lead to its demise. But all is not lost as Batman arrives in Allytown, breaking his and Selena's vow to give one another a one-year break. Ooh, so it's going to be interesting to see what, what turns out with that. Again, the, the covers by Yannick Paquette with the variant cover by Jenny Frinson, which features Bruce and Selena uh, getting close and personal. So again, Catwoman number 34 releases on August the 17th from DC Comics. And that again is a $3.99. For those of you that have been following the Checkmate miniseries, I have not. But for those of you who have been following that issue, three releases on August the 24th from Brian Michael Bendis and art by Alex Malie. So it's continuing that storyline from Event Leviathan and does a lot of focus on Green Lantern. So again, Checkmate number three. Written by Brian Michael Bendis. Releases August 24th from DC. Page 50. Page 50 we get Detective Comics number 1041. Written by Mariko Tamaki and art by the great Dan Mora. Yes, Dan Mora is back as the main artist on the book after taking a few issues off. This continues the storyline with Batman on the run from Mr. Wirt, uh, who has been seeking revenge due to the death of his daughter, Sarah. Uh, quick synopsis of the main story. As Gotham's Dark Knight of Vengeance, Batman is seen by many as judge and execution of the city's vilest villains. Well, it's time for him to meet the jury. In a last-ditch effort to avenge his daughter's death, Mr. Ward is teamed with the Penguin's criminal empire, the Party Crashers gang, and the Falcone crime family to form the kind of villain team-up that would leave a boy wonder sweating in his booties. Definitely going to be picking this up, and again, in August, Detective Comics is going to be continuing to double ship so detective comics 1041 releases on august 10th 1042 releases two weeks later on the 24th both of those are 40 pages 499 books from dc comics page 52 uh issue number four of future state gotham uh, releases August the 10th, 32 pages, 399. So earlier I mentioned the Green Lantern Annual. Now Green Lantern number five, story from Jeffrey Thorne, art by Tom Rainey and Marco Santucci. Uh, this continues to follow Joe Mullen and again this synopsis. 
As Far Sector's Joe Mullion begins to investigate the suspects most likely responsible for the destruction of the Green Lantern Corps, she winds up face to face with one of its greatest enemies, Sinestro. Was this former Green Lantern's plan all along? Did he destroy the Green Lantern's central power battery so his Sinestro Corps could take over the empty sectors of space? While Joe searches for answers, John Stewart attempts to fight his way out of the uncharted and unregulated dark sector of space with no ring to protect, help, or guide him. Searching for the other missing lanterns, John realizes they may not all make it home. So I haven't been following Green Lantern as much, but considering there's going to be a lot more focus on Joe Mullion from Far Sector as well as John Stewart, I may have to pick it up. And these covers look great. The main cover is by Bernard Chang, but then there is a variant cover by Juliet Nikkei that also looks pretty, pretty damn good. So again, Green Lantern number five releases on August the third, four ninety nine from DC. Issue two. Uh, Page 55, Icon and Rocket from Reginald Hudlin with art by Doug Bratwaite and Andrew Curry releases on August the 24th. This is the second issue of six. That's going to be a part of season one, $3.99 from DC. Then at next page on page 56, we get issue four of Infinite Frontier written by Joshua Williamson with art by a slew of people, including Jose Moreno. Uh, the cover is going to be done by Mitch Jarrett, so that's that's pretty decent looking cover. But then there's also a variant by Brian Hitch, which I am more inclined to pick up. Two weeks later, Infinite Frontier number five releases. Again, both books, 40 pages. They're both going to be $5 each from DC. Page 63, Mr. Miracle, The Source of Freedom from Brandon Easton with art by Fico Ocio. Continues the story of Shallow Norman, uh, who has the power of Mr. Miracle. Uh, the synopsis, Shallow Norman is Mr. Miracle no more. Left at its lowest point, Shallow's fame, status, and name are violently ripped away. The legacy of the Miracle Manto is shrouded in dark secrets, and now Shiloh wants answers. Brought before a mysterious figure, Shallow learns tragic truths about his past, present, and possible future. But can Shallow handle these truths and regain his powers before it's too late to stop Envir's plan? That book releases on August 24th, $3.99 from DC. On August 17th, page 64, Nightwing continues its great run from Tom Taylor as, as Dick Grayson fights for the soul of Blue Heaven. Again, story written by Tom Taylor with art by Bruno Redondo, $3.99 from DC, releases on August 17th. 
and uh, I've been reading Nightwing myself since Tom Taylor's been on the book. That following page, page 65, Robin, number five from Joshua Williamson and Gleb Melenkoff discovers beautiful features all of the Robins, including Stephanie Brown in her spoiler costume. The synopsis goes, Robin Reunion, Nightwing, Red Hood, Tim Drake, and spoiler guest stars, they track Damien down with a plan to bring the young hero back to Gotham, back to his family. But the son of Batman plans to win the Lazarus Tournament and refuses to return. What starts as a happy reunion quickly turns into a Robin rumble. Definitely getting that cover by Jorge Corona. Uh, it is absolutely stunning. There's a variant by Francis Manipole as well. That looks pretty nice, but I cannot get over this main cover featuring, featuring all of the Robins. So again, Robin number five, 32 pages, releases on August the 24th from DC Comics, three ninety nine. Page 71. Season one of Static continues. This will be issue number three, written by Vida Ayala with art by Criss Cross and Nicholas Draper Ive. This cover by Kari Randolph looks beautiful. 399 book releases on the 17th from DC Comics. And again, that's for all you milestone fans out there. So this is something not picking it up, uh, but I know there are some big fans. Suicide Squad get Joker number two from Brian Azzarello and Alex Maleev with Matt Hollingsworth on Carlos as the Joker takes over Task Force X. That's a $7 book, uh, 48 pages, releases on actually uh, September 7th, so it's uh, early solicitation for that from DC Comics. So as we close things out for DC, just going to mention a few more books, uh, not not too too much specifics, but page 78, Superman Son of Kal-El from Tom Taylor and John Timms. On page 82, Joker number 6 from James Tanyan and Gillian March. Page 85, Truth and Justice number 7, that reprints the digital series. This is going to be on August the 17th, but it has a stunning cover of Zantana. I'm probably going to be picking that up. And then on page 85, uh, the fourth issue of Wonder Girl by Joelle Jones, who is doing both the story and the art. And then page 87 and 88, respectively, uh, that is Wonder Woman issue 777 and 778, which continues Becky Cloonan's story. And that is going to do it for DC. We now turn to the Marvel's supplemental preview catalog for the month of August. So moving on to Marvel and the big thing for Marvel in the month of 
August, 60 years, 60 years celebration of the Fantastic Four. They will be commemorating that great event with Fantastic Four number 35, which takes us into the Marvel supplement. Page number two, Marvel presents Fantastic Four number 35, written by Dan Slott and Mark Wade, with art by Jeremy the Jr., Paul Renard, and Jason Liu. The main cover is going to be done by Mark Brooks, but there are definitely a bunch of variant covers that's going to be done. Jeremy the Jr. is doing one. Uh, they're also going to have a hidden gem variant by Jack Kirby himself. So they're going to do a lot to commemorate this. So Fantastic Four number 35 coming out in the month of August from Marvel Comics. I'll definitely be picking that up. Even though I haven't enjoyed, I, I started to run under Dan Slot and then I gave it up. Uh, but I'll definitely be picking this up if for nothing more than for the importance of the issue. Page number five. So as you all know, Tanahashi Coates is finishing up his great run on Black Panther and coming out in August we will get a new volume of it with a reboot Black Panther number one this will be written by John Ridley who's currently doing the next Batman Second Son series over at DC he's also going to be doing I Am Batman as I mentioned in the DC portion of the podcast but for Marvel he's going to be the main writer of the new Black Panther series and that's gonna have art by uh, Juan Cabal. Now Alex Ross is gonna be doing the main cover and the main cover looks stunning just just absolute total Alex Ross style and it looks absolutely great uh, I'll be picking this up again. I'm a, I'm a big fan of what John really has done, uh, particularly on Second Son, with answering a lot of the crazy questions that came out of Future State. So again, Black Panther number one, that's going to be a $4.99 book from Marvel Comics. Since the war is going to be finishing up in the month of August, so we'll be getting issues three and four of Sinister War by Nick Spencer, and that'll be followed up with uh, Amazing Spider-Man issues 72 and 73, which serve as tie-ins to Sinister War. So I I won't be picking it up. I've kind of given up hope for the Amazing Spider-Man, but uh, for those who who have who continue to enjoy it? Uh, that story, that storyline is going to be finishing up with Sinister War. Page ten, King the Conqueror, written by Colin Kelly and Jackson Lansing, with art by Carlos Magno. As we all know, King is going to be the primary villain in the upcoming Ant Man movie, so it is you know in typical Marvel style as they prepare for that movie to come out, which I believe is next year, that uh, those characters make an appearance in the comics to kind of bring fans along in preparation for that. So again, art by Carlos Magno. Uh, We have a 
good chunk of variant covers that's going to be released with that, it's in, including uh, all of the Stormbreakers in the Marvel Universe doing a variant of their own. So, quick synopsis of King the Conqueror number one. The man called King the Conqueror has been a pharaoh, a villain, a warlord of spaceways, and even on rare occasions, a hero. Across all timelines, one fact seemed absolute. Time means nothing to King the Conqueror. But the truth is more complex. King is caught in an endless cycle of creation and destruction dictated by time and previously unseen by any but the Conqueror himself. A cycle that could finally explain the enigma that is King. A cycle that begins and ends with an old and broken King sending his younger self down a dark path. So we are going to see how that plays out as they approach the release of Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantum Mania. So that is going to be a $4.99 book coming out in August from Marvel. Page 22 of the Marvel supplement, Dark Hawk number one. All right, all you speculators out there, get your uh, orders in. Dark Hawk number one, written by Kyle Higgins, with art by Juanen Ramirez, with a nice pretty cover by Iban Coelho. So, uh, we had a one shot that came out this month. I'm sorry, we had a one shot that came out in the month of May, and now we're going to see Dark Hawk with his own series. And this is going to be a new person donning the mantle of the Dark Hawk. And the synopsis of that Connor Young is a 17 year old basketball player with the world ahead of him until a surprising medical diagnosis changes everything. But what happens when a mysterious amulet finds him and gives him powers beyond belief? What will he do with these new abilities? Get in on the ground floor as Kyle Higgins and Juan Ramirez start a new era. And so again, that's going to be a $4.99 book from Marvel Comics. Page number 37. Moon Knight number two, written by Jed McKay, with art by Alessandro Cappuccio. Uh, I will definitely be picking this up. Big time Moon Knight fan. There will be a $3.99 book. This David Finch cover is absolutely beautiful. Uh, but there will also be a variant by John Romita Jr. As well as Peach Momoko, which is uh, the Stormbreaker variant for that series. And on that following page, uh, page 38, X-Men number two by Jerry Dugan with art by Pepe Larraz, uh, continues the new reboot with the new team of X-Men, which includes, of course, Jean Grey, uh, X-23, and Polaris, amongst others. So that is going to be $3.99 from Marvel. 
page 45, Wolverine number 15 from Benjamin Percy with art by Adam Cubitt. Uh, we'll have a variant by Geraldo Zafino, and that's a $3.99 book from Marvel. It's good to know that Marvel isn't doing all of these books at $4.99, and some of them are still $3.99, but they are slowly slipping that $4.99 price in on everyone. Page 56, Gamma Flight number 3, from Al Ewan and Crystal Frazier. Uh, we have art by Lon Medina. Uh, continues that five-issue mini-arc, uh, mini-series from, from Marvel, looking at the Canadian team of Gamma-powered beings who were tasked with finding the Incredible Hulk and are now being pursued themselves. So we'll see how that story continues to play out. And then on the next page, page 57, the Immortal Hulk number 49, the penultimate issue as the end comes for the series. Uh, we see Marvel is, play, is placing a lot of emphasis on making sure that everyone really picks this up and, and see what's going on and how Al Ewan is going to finish what has been a abs an absolutely great run on the series. Page 67, Daredevil number 33, written by Chip Sadowski with art by Marco Cicchito, continues the story with Elektra in the mantle of Daredevil and uh, the synopsis for Lockdown goes, Electra faces her greatest challenge as Daredevil yet, as a serial killer is on the loose in Manhattan and killing innocent people. But even the deadliest assassin in the Marvel Universe is somewhat at a loss because the killer can be in more than one place at one time. A team? A mutant? Or something entirely or something else entirely. Whoever or whatever they are, they have a thirst for blood, and Electra will put herself directly in their sights. Plus, Matt Murdock faces challenges of his own in prison after being exposed to a dangerous and experimental compound called Resid that makes those subjected to it more aggressive and violent. Whatever happens, one thing is certain. Daredevil isn't getting time off for good behavior. $3.99 book from Marvel. For me, that is going to do it for Marvel Comics. We now turn our attention to the big book, the previews catalog from Diamond Distributors. And as we get to the big book, the previews catalog from Diamond, uh, as always, we first look at the dual covers for the catalog on the comic side uh, we have Marie Lovett's Porcelain which is a new series coming out from Ablaze and on the back in the toy side we get King Spawn from Image which is going to be a new series from Todd McFarlane so flipping through the big book we first get to Image, 
and as I just mentioned the feature for the month is going to be King Spawn which will be written by Sean Lewis and Todd McFarlane and we're gonna have art by Javier Fernandez, Brett Boot, Philip Tan, Steven Segova, Todd McFarlane is going to contribute as well and then Marcio Takara and we'll have some variants as well so that is going to be a $5.99 book but it's 56 pages so that's a pretty that's a pretty decent cost per page coming from Image releases on August 11th next up page 61 Issue number seven of Radiant Black from Kyle Higgins and Marcelo Costa. Quick synopsis. Picking up from the shocking ending of issue five, Radiant Black's life just got a whole lot more complicated. Pursued by a new enemy and not sure who to trust. Will our hero escape with his life? Or is this the beginning of the end of Radiant Black? So I've been following the series. As a matter of fact, the next episode of the podcast will be dedicated to that series and we're going to catch up on on Radiant Black starting from issue one to the most recent issue. So again, three ninety nine from Image releases on August the 18th, Radiant Black, issue seven. Page 76, we get to Geiger, issue five from Jeff Johns and Gary Frank with and Brad Anderson as we continue that series 32 pages releases on August the 4th and it's a $3.99 book from Image page 83 we get to Octera number 6 from Scott Snyder and Tony Daniel uh, which continues that arc of the story Full Throttle Dark this will be part 6 and the end of the story arc so we'll see how that comes to an end and how Snyder leads us into issue 7 which is a new story arc releases on August the 4th 399 from Image Comics on that next page page 84 Ordinary Gods from Kyle Higgins and Felipe Watanabe uh, continues that new series where gods are reincarnated on earth as they are imprisoned so that is also a 399 book releases august the 11th from image moving over to dark horse page 101 as i mentioned in the previous episode dark horse was partnering with unique studios to present a new line of graphic novels original graphic novels from an afrocentric point of view and this month's release is EXO uh, The Legend of Whale Williams Volume 1 written by Roy Okupe art by Tsukami Akimboye this is going to be a $25 book however it is uh, 280 pages and it's a early solicit for sale in October on October 20th and again that is EXO from Dark Horse and Unique Studios page 104 we get the second issue of Kevin Smith's Master of the Universe 
Revelation, which is the prequel to the upcoming animated series that'll be on Netflix. And again, that's going to be written by Kevin Smith, Rob David, and Tim Sheridan with art by Mindy Lee. 32 pages, $3.99 from Dark Horse, and that is the second of four issues coming out. Moving on to IDW, page 133, Transformers King Grimlock. It's issue number one of a five-part series. This is going to be written by Steve Orlando with art by Augustin Padilla. And the synopsis is King Grimlock Begins. Grimlock, the beloved powerhouse T-Rex with an attitude and one of the strongest Cybertronians in existence, finds himself magically transported to a world of fantastical beasts and strange powers. In this savage world, where the strong rule with sword and iron, Grimlock finds a new opportunity to prove he's the strongest there is. But as Grimlock and the human barbarian Arco will learn, sometimes Brute strength isn't enough. That's going to be a 499 book, 36 pages from Doc. I'm sorry, 36 pages from IDW, and that's going to be available in August. Page 146, as I mentioned in the news, Star Trek The Mirror War Number Zero, written by the Tipton Brothers, with art by Carlos Nieto, and that's going to be a $3.99 book from IDW. Moving on over to Boom Studios, page 200, Dark Blood Number 2 written by Latoya Morgan with art by Walt Bonner. And again, from uh, last previous episode, Dark Blood looks at an individual who, after returning home from the war, has the ability to affect time. And so that story continues. This is part two of six, 399 from Boom Studios, and it releases on August the 25th. Then on page 202, Once in Future, number 19, Once in Future Returns after being on a two-month hiatus, written by Karen Gillen, with art by Dan Moore. And so we start with a new arc, and the synopsis reads, Is it possible that King Arthur and Merlin can save England from... King Arthur and Merlin. A very strange war is brewing indeed. The other world and our world have collided and England is ground zero for the chaos. Bridget has spent her whole life fighting to prevent this future from happening, but now that it's arrived, she's at a loss. Fortunately, she has Duncan at her side and he's not about to let Grand give up. Again, it's going to be good to have Once in Future back. Three ninety nine from Boom Studio releases on August the 25th. Page 207, The Many Lives of Layla Starr. This is the final issue from Ron V and Felipe Andrade. And we see where Layla now has the opportunity to 
return to our role as the mantle of debt and so we get the so we get the answer to that will she do it and what happens when she does if she does 399 book releases on august the 11th from boom page 208 tom taylor's seven secrets continue with issue 11 that releases on august the 4th 399 from boom for those who may have missed out on the first volume or the second volume of seven secrets uh that is being that's being solicited early for an October release that's going to be 166 pages uh, $17 from Boom and that volume will cover issues 7 through 12 of the series so again they're doing an advanced solicit for that book to be released in October moving on to page 216 we get to a Blaze comics and uh, the cover, the previous cover, uh, porcelain from writer and artist Marie Levitt. And we get a synopsis. Mm-hmm. Beryl's life in the desert, living with her aunt and cat, is relatively simple until the day she finds and enters the dollhouse. Stuck inside an ever-changing mystery house that haunts children and turns them into dolls, Beryl goes on a psychedelic journey where she must face the notion of her own limitations and move past them before she becomes the building's newest prey. Porcelain is a labyrinth of a psychologically thrilling experience told in a way that only creator Maria Lovett can tell it. That is going to be a $3.99 book from Ablaze and is releasing in August. Moving on over to Aftershock, page 228. Aftershock is going to be starting a new imprint for young adults called Seismic Press. And the first book coming out under that new imprint will be Rainbow Bridge by Steve Orlando and Steve Fox. And Steve Orlando is actually going to be spearheading this this imprint for young adults. But the synopsis for Rainbow Bridge, what if you got one last adventure with your best friend? When Andy's best friend Rocket passes away right before Andy's 14th birthday, he's rudderless. He can't imagine making the transition to high school without Rocket at his side. A visit to Rocket's grave unexpectedly summons the Rainbow Bridge, a gateway to a fantasy world where pets discover their afterlife. But there's a dark shadow to this paradise, and without Andy's help, Rocket's eternity may be grim. That's going to be 120 pages from Aftershock and the new Seismic Press imprint, 1699 releases on August the 4th from Aftershock. Page 235, Clans of Valari gets his second issue from writers Robert and Peter Blackie with art by Daniel Main. That is going to be a $5 book and it releases on August the 11th from Aftershock. 
moving on over to page 260 we get to AWA my favorite new publisher AWA upshot and not all robots number one a new series written by Mark Russell with art by Mike Diodato Jr. And the synopsis of this new series, this new mini-series, goes, In the year 2056, robots have replaced human beings in the workforce. Every human family is assigned a robot upon whom they are completely reliant for money. What could possibly go wrong? Meet the Walters, a human family whose robot... Razorball honestly spends his free time in the garage working on machines which they're pretty sure are designed to kill them in this new sci-fi satire from Mark Russell. So if you followed Mark Russell in his uh, miniseries Second Coming, you know that this is going to be quite fun. So 32 pages, 399 releases on August the 4th from AWA. Then on that next page, uh, the second issue of Frank Cho's Fight Girls releases on August the 11th. It's also a $3.99 book from AWA. Then on page 262, issue 3 of Mots from J. Michael Straczynski and Mike Chow, which uh, is a spinoff from The Resistance. Then on the following page, 263, we get the second volume of The Resistance, The Resistance Uprising, issue 5, the penultimate for this this volume of the series uh, written by J. Michael Straczynski with art by C.P. Smith releases on August 25th 3.99 from AWA moving on to page 268 and Black Math Studios Uh, the two books that I'm definitely going to be picking up is Everfrost number 3 from Ryan Lindsay and Sammy Cavella and then on page 269 white number five from Kwanzaa Osa Jeffo and art by Jamal Eagler that's continuing that story I believe it's the penultimate but the synopsis goes President Mann makes a gamble to win his war against X and Juncture but the stakes get even higher once his son Thaddeus ups the ante. With an upgrade to his suit, he may just have the power to do what his father never could. Destroy all empowered blacks. That's going to be limited to 2,500 copies, 399 from Black Math Studio. Moving over to page 318, uh, last previous episode I mentioned some titles from Magnetic Press and in this issue of previews they have another title that seems to be of interest at least to me After the Fall by Laurent Cuise with art by Jun Zing uh, it's a book intended for mature readers uh, but the synopsis goes Earth 116 years after the fall 
Giala and her tribe live amongst the ruins of a metropolis turned upside down. When a gang of slave traffickers attack them, the men are executed and the women are enslaved. Narrowly escaping, Giala has one thing in mind, to rescue the children of the tribe and set things right. That's going to be a $20 book, 96 pages from Magnetic Press. I'm not certain if this is a advanced solicit or not. It doesn't give a date of release, uh, but I am hoping that it does come out in August. Uh, this art looks absolutely stunning. I'm, I'm, I'm definitely going to be picking this up. So again, after the fall from Magnetic Press. Moving on to Valiant. Exo Man of War number five, written by Dennis Hopeless with art by Emilio Lyso, uh, starts a new story arc. So if you're looking for a jumping on point for Exo Man of War, issue number five does that. Releases on August the 18th, 3.99 from Valiant, and then finally from Valiant. Ninjak or Ninja K number two from Jeff Parker and Javier Polito. Also a $3.99 book that releases on August the 25th from Valiant. And then finally moving into the manga section of the catalog. Page 386, Daigo the Beast. Volume 2 from Udon Entertainment. That's going to be a $20 book. 376 pages, so definitely worth it. Uh, that's coming out in the month of August. And then finally, page 389. I'm sorry, page 399. Final Fantasy Lost Stranger Volume 6 from rather Hazuki Manasi and art by Itsuki Kameya. Uh, I'm actually going to be picking up both of those. Again, I have been trying to delve into the world of manga. I am way behind the times in doing so, so be patient with me on that. Uh, but that is going to do it for this episode of the Comic Ben Comic Book Podcast. And so next time, I am going to dig into my bin of current books that I need to read and going to delve into Radiant Black, the series from Image Comics and Kyle Higgins. And so I'm going to get you all all caught up on that if you haven't caught up on it. So again, that is going to do it for the Comic Bin Comic Book Podcast. I want to thank you all for listening in. Tune in next time, and again, next time we're going to be delving into Kyle Higgins' Radiant Black. So, until next time, keep reading those comics.